0: Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate, Lockie, and we are here to build up our Round 8 clash with the Brisbane Lions. After a big win last week against the Eagles, things are feeling pretty positive in the Blues community, I would say. You know, But this week, it's another chance. It's a big one to test and see just how we stack up against some of the better sides in the competition. Lockie, How Mm -hmm. are you feeling about this game? Are you you confident that the Blues will take the chockies?
1: Mm. It's a good intro, mate. Um, I'm wondering how this is going to play out this episode. I don't know Mm. whether the lids are going to be on or off. Um, (laughs) I'm interested to see how you're feeling. I I have had a habit this year of getting ahead of myself, so I'm not going to let that happen this week, even though I'm quietly Mm. confident. Yeah. No, I'm definitely confident
0: myself. Obviously, a win does that and in the manner that we did it. But it's... I think Mm -hmm. the the rhetoric around this week and what I'm definitely wanting is just to see what we are because we've we've had probably the start of this season, a lot of issues. Even in the games we've won, we haven't been content. We haven't been satisfied with exactly what we've seen in the performance of it and the game Mm. style. And then you have two bad losses. Get to, you know, get that absolute everything out of the way. Kickstarter of the season playing West Coast away, knowing just how bad they are. Hopefully the boys are a bit more confident we saw everything we wanted to see last week. Now, with that confidence building into this game, they've got a couple of injuries. It's looking looking exciting. So let's get straight into it. We spoke just briefly there about the things that we wanted to see because last week, mm. probably the first time since starting this new segment, we got to tick off every <laughs> single one of them. Can we do Not it like. again this week? It's going to be exciting. Lockie, what are the key parts to this that you want to see from this game?
1: Well, it makes me want to set the bar low, just so we can have that satisfaction <laughs> on a Monday, <laughs> or like them ticking them off makes us feel good. But I won't do that. I'll try and meet somewhere in the middle. Um, I think for me, when I when I think about Brisbane and watched a fair bit of them this year, and I'm thinking about where they it could show up that they get a hold of mm. us, um, I I look at that forward line. Um, so yeah. for me, uh, one of the thing I want to see is can our and will our defense continue to hold up like they have done so well this season. Mm. Um, yeah, it's easy to see the names. Everyone knows the names in this forward line. Um, they've kicked 73 goals in the past four weeks. Yeah, wow. Um, so it's like if we're going to win this game, we're either going to have to outkick them, um, which may not be our bread and butter, or we're going to have to have that defense hold up and keep them to a low score, which I do believe we can do, but mm. it's going to be a big thing that we're going to need to see.
0: You no, know, it's it's interesting you bring that up. It's definitely a, a big part of my opposition analysis is looking at their their potent forward line and just the amount of players that can do damage. So I think that's a really good yeah. one. But hopefully we can tick this off into the review of this game. Uh, one that I want to see, and I guess it was on last week, but I kind of want to keep it on again because, mm-hmm. to be honest, it was West Coast. I want to see us do it against a good opposition. And that is, I want us to take the game on through the corridor. Again, it's a problem about that ball movement, but I'm going to add a bit to it because I can't just keep bringing the same one every single week. And that is that when challenged, when punished for a turnover in that big 45 kick through the corridor and we get punished for that turnover, I want us to just continue to to attack it, to not go Mm. into our shells, which is probably what we've seen and what we've been very critical on in that first half of the year, that when it's not working our way, We just sort of stop and it's those long bombs down the wing. We go slow, controlled. I want to see us continue to take the game on no matter the circumstances. So That's probably what I'm really wanting to see from this one.
1: Yeah, it's a great one. That really leads into the second note that I made, which the way I've phrased it is let's not succumb to the pressure from the Lions. Yeah. Because I think uh, something that helped that game plan work last week was obviously a bit of a lack of well, not lack, uh, a lesser mm. pressure game against the Eagles. So it's the the worry is, as I cast my eye to this game, is that with that pressure being at a higher level, we do go back yeah. into our shells. Mm. We do go back to, let's just get it forward at all costs. Like if we can just get into Charlie, we don't need to put it to his advantage. Like just get it in there. Um, I just don't see that being the mm. style that's going to work. So we're going to have to handle that pressure. And yeah, exactly like you said, just do <laughs> Just do what we did last week. We don't have to win by a hundred plus, but if we just, if we just play in that Mm. mold, then we can get it done.
0: Mm. And it'll be very interesting. Something that I'm, I can't remember what Carlton content creators mentioned this, but they were talking about Mm. that being able to spread and create this space and take the game on It's obviously a little bit easier when you play it such a bigger ground. And I'm looking back at maybe some of the games that we've played and, Probably the two times we've done it best this season, I would say, was against Geelong at the MCG, Big Uh, Ground, and then at Optus. And some of the games we've struggled have been those, maybe Marvel Stadium or whatever the Giant Stadium's called at this stage. I think it is just Giant (laughs) Stadium. But those ones have been small, a bit more cramped, and what that'll do Mm. on the Marvel turf, knowing it's just not as expansive of a turf. And I know that shouldn't mean anything and really... Like, wherever you play, you should play good football. But if we're at this point still where we're not perfect, everything isn't going – we're not the polished – we're not the finished article, basically. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see how that goes. And probably my other one – I do have one past this, but mainly footy – is I want some goals from our small forwards. I thought they were handy last week in different things they were bringing around the ground. But knowing that – spoiler, Motlop is in the team this week (gasps) um, before we talk about our changes – I want some goals from these boys, and obviously, mm-hmm. if Charlie and Harry end up kicking twenty each, you know that's then them <laughs> kicking one doesn't necessarily matter. But mm. it's something they oh, probably that. haven't done as much this week, so I kind of want a few of them to start to hit the scoreboard. Because knowing Brisbane yeah. love to spread their goals around, and we did so we did so well at that last week. Even oh, Newfields are we? getting involved. I want to start getting these guys on that scoreboard.
1: Yeah, that's a great one. Jesse is definitely due. He should be fresh, so no reason why he can't put some on the board. Um, the last one that I had, uh, I guess, is just thinking about how you and I are going to be feeling in four days, um, and I hope that from this game we see, I guess, I guess we've got faith in the team for this little stretch here leading up to the buy, mm. because you now we sit here and we look back at the, at our fixture so far, and then what we've got to come, and we have had a chance to play a bunch of the lower down teams. Yeah. And it's not going to be the case um, leading up to the buy now. So I hope that we can see in this game, something that gives us faith for this little stretch and West coast, isn't the outlier, but you know, more of that
0: Mm.
1: um, Adelaide game is the outlier. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a good
0: one. And my last is a little less team focused. Maybe this is very personnel focused and, what I want to see from this game, and this is probably my, or weirdly almost my number one, but I want to see a goal from Sam Doherty in game 150 because really that good. would the roof would get blown off that place when oh, that happens. I'll tell you what. Uh, so, yeah, lock that one in, surely.
1: <sighs> that's almost that's paying like a dollar and one, I would say. Surely, <laughs> there's that's going to happen. It's going to be from 60.
0: Yeah, bags. it has to be a 75 meter bomb from all like a 50 meter penalty. All of a sudden, he's kicking it from the middle of the ground oh. and it just sails through because that's what that man does. Um, but yes, that they're I the like things it. that we want to see. Hopefully, we can when we reflect on this in our game review, we can tick these off and say, yep, Carlton's got the dub and look at all these beautiful things we've done. But let's go to one of our favorite parts. It is getting mm-hmm. into the listener questions. Now, we sent this one oh, wow. out it's- onto Twitter. So if you're not following us on the social medias, get onto it at Navy Blue Corner. On Twitter is where we do a lot of that interactive stuff. But if you don't have Twitter... Jump on Instagram, jump on Facebook, jump on TikTok. We're on all of those, again, at Navy Blue Corner. Um, And if you like liking what you're listening to so far, on your streaming services, chuck your follow so you don't miss out. And if you're on YouTube right now seeing Lockie's beautiful face in front of you, make sure you like the video if you're enjoying it because that just lets us know that you are enjoying the stuff because sometimes the views can be skewed and things like that. Um, And make sure you subscribe. And if you want to follow along, throw a question at us that isn't covered in this, drop them in those comments. Go over to social media, get in the DMs, and you can get an oh, answer. But Lockie, what yeah. are the ones
1: that you've chosen for me this week? Oh, absolutely get in the DMs. Whenever I log into our, our Insta and go to our DMs, I see that you've just been chatting to everybody. <laughs> Everybody's hitting you up, and, and you're taking all the replies. So we love to see it. It's great um,
0: procrastination at, at work, I tell you what. <laughs> like, Sorry, work. Uh, got to get on to the listeners, you know?
1: The people after a chat. Uh, so we've got a good little bunch here. We've got about five that we'll get through. So we'll start with this one from at Mickey C's. Mickey C's says, it's the CC show this week. C and C. Who wins, Kerno or Cameron? And which blue gets the ladder? So we talked a bit about the forward line. Maybe you'll talk a bit about it in our analysis, but... Have you got a bit of a sense on who you think's going to go to Cameron and is who's going to be the big winner of this game out of Kerno G- and him?
0: Well, firstly, I thought I was getting a bit excited there. I thought you were telling me that there was some sort of sale on Canadian clubs at Marvel this week, and I was oh. about to get very interested in that Don't one. Don't mind but what I am very interested to see this battle this week. And, yeah, I mean, we've definitely got to try and stop there forward. But, I mean, Charlie is just in the absolute best no point, one. So I reckon it, he will... He will definitely take that mantelpiece. And was the other part of that, how many goals he's going to kick this week?
1: The last one was is who's going to take Charlie Cameron.
0: Oh, who's going to take him? Oh, wow. Yeah. Plenty of Six options. This is, this is a good debate. And I reckon we. I need to hear from you as well from this one. Uh, this is think... actually the segment
1: where I ask you questions. I'm sure I don't want to, my name to this one.
0: I think that and we are chatting about this on the selection table over at Pommy and Oz on YouTube get, get all the plugs out this week absolutely um, talking discussing it trying to figure out what the best thing was and what I like about our backline at the moment is we've got um, a number of guys that can do a number of different jobs Definitely. and we can switch and and change this up throughout the game and I think at the most part probably I like the idea of a Saad to start with almost try to make him a little bit accountable like he did cool. a Stengel and I don't mind that. I think that can, can work, make him have to yep. defend rather than going for the goals. But the way Nick Newman has been playing at the moment. It's hard to go past him. Almost just has to be him as well. But the only thing that slightly concerns me is maybe is he a bit too nimble for a Nick Newman? Like, no mm-hmm. offense, obviously, he's not the fastest guy going around. Not that that's stopped his defensive prowess this season. But that's the thing. <laughs> Between those two, I think you can kind of handle it. If he goes off the chain, Move one of those guys onto there. And I mean, not that they're necessarily the tallest guys, sorry, the shortest guys going around and the fastest, but you know, Brody Camper and Mitch McGovern can play a bit smaller and lock down at stages. So I like that we have some alternatives, but I think start with Sard. Worst case you got Nick Newman there. Mm,
1: I like it. Yeah, no, I'm very aligned with that. And you don't need to worry about offending Nick Newman. You've that ship has sailed when he wasn't <laughs> there. Best way to He's the my process, man now. He's so. my man. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm not going to live that down until we get to next, <laughs> next year's predictions. Fair shout. All right. This is a good one. You know who it is. Timmy Dub coming through. Um, so he says, oh, this takes me back. In our famous 2019 win over Brisbane, Ed Curno played an mm. instrumental role in applying a hard tag on Neil. Do we go that way again or do we let like Hewitt uh, play an accountable mm. but not a hard tag role? And before we get to that, Let's do some trivia. Oh, and- he has got it this week. He has. No. The- no sting yet. We're yet to have a sting, but we've got a yeah. new name Just for this point. segment. Um, so this is this is Trivian, Ian. And you'll see when oh, I... Okay. Next okay. week, you'll okay. see, you know, it'll all come together. But here, we're going to go back to that 2019 game. And I feel like I need to give you a little bit more of a softball this week. Not It was, it was a bit hard last oh, no. week. Oh, no. So here's what I want to know. How many players that played in that game for Carlton playing this are week. playing tomorrow? Ooh. And who and which team has more players that played in that game playing tomorrow?
0: Am I allowed to get the current lineup out Talking of this it. team this week and and try and guess it? Or do you, are you just going go off the it. cup for a random number? I'm looking it up. <laughs> Look, I'm you can do
1: this up. how you want, mate. You, this is about you proving to everyone why they should be listening to you. That okay. you can do this how you want I, I'm just giving you a platform to show how much you know this club
0: <laughs> well we'll see because there's going to be some so a few there that could be injured were they out that year was that when Doc had the knee oh no what's going on uh, that's um, no I don't want to hear yeah. this excuse this okay. was
1: an instrument where were you on this day were you at this match? I, was wor- I was
0: working oh I okay. was working so I didn't get to see it live but I tell you what you should have seen me out the back <laughs> of my phone every five minutes being like, I can't believe what's happening. Because I thought the game was done at quarter time. And I almost stopped checking my phone, being like, oh, thank God, God I'm not God there you. this week. Could not believe it. I went, reckon I went home and spent the next week rewatching that
1: game because it was unbelievable. We're trying okay. to guess the place. So you should know there. then. Because as Timmy said, this is a very famous yeah. game in, in our history. So you should you should give us something here.
0: How many were there? Oh, God. there's I'm not seeing a lot so far. I am not seeing a lot that are here. I'll go one, two, three, four,
1: six. Good, good attempt. There was actually nine, nine, nine of us out there playing. So, wow. Name them for me, Lockie. Oh, let's go back. So back there, wait, were you looking at the current team, or you weren't looking at that game? Yeah. So back in that <laughs> game, we had Crippa, Walsh, Ed Kerno, Weeders. Newman, Charlie, Sauce, Gov, and Harry. That's your nine. Oh
0: wow! Oh wow! A lot more than I than I anticipated there. And you're saying now uh, who has the most? Do you think that? Do you think Brisbane have
1: more or less with their current Ooh, team?
0: More than nine. I'll go. I'll go. Brisbane have less
1: currently. Well played. They've got eight got the from one. that team playing tomorrow. I'll take the half point. Uh, I'll take the half point. Take of that what you will. Um, but I'll, I'll say, Trevian, you you pass this week. Uh, a, a subtle pass.
0: <laughs> it's been a subtle pass two weeks in a row, and I'll take it any day of the week.
1: <sighs> so, Timmy Dub, Lockie Neal, tag accountable.
0: I don't love the tagging necessarily. Yeah. And, and maybe this is just my point of view. Let us know in the comments below what you reckon. Should we be tagging? Do you like it? Do you don't? My reasoning is I feel as if we should be past the tagging kind of role. Not not many teams do it in this day and age. And as soon as you start to take someone out of, I guess, your midfield and bring in a, a role player just to negate the influence of someone else, I think you start to say that, okay, we don't trust our midfield or we don't trust the way that we want to go about it. We have to nullify you rather than back your system in. That's kind of sure. something that I want us to change. So for me, I don't love the tagging because of that. I think you almost you set up to play a way to win because you believe that you're better than the opposition. Now, if someone starts to get a handle on you quite a lot, then you can start to maybe mm. put some attention in. Maybe you can throw Ed in for a little bit and and see if that changes anything. But look, they've yeah. got a really big big strong midfield. I'd rather the second part of that make them more accountable by saying, hey, like you've got to stop our boys too. And if we mm-hmm. get off the chain, then you guys have to worry about it. So yeah, it's a no tag for me. But I'd love to hear everyone else's yeah. thoughts because it's always a really
1: interesting discussion. Yeah, it is an interesting discussion, and, and you make a good point that I could definitely see. Uh, I could definitely see us not starting with that. And yeah, mm. at some stages in the game, we see we see it maybe yeah. go in there and do something like that. A bit of a wait and see. I'm sure Vossy's got that in his bag. From at sc one nine eight three nine five. Can the Twin Towers in Colonel and Mackay kick over 10 goals between them again this week? Over or under 10 goals between the two of them this week, Ian?
0: Well, that only means Harry what, has to kick one to get the 10, so I can lock he that in. You might not in. even lock have to in. contribute. <laughs> if the way Charlie's going at this rate. No, I think that it's going to be a big one from these two. We know that Marvel is Harry's house. We know that for a fact. And it is, that's true he's pretty much like the discussion around Harry's probably been a little unfair at the moment. Cause apart from really okay. kicking the goals, which is obviously a big part of his role, everything else has been there. His work up the ground's been great. He's been able to set up everything last week. Wow. He created the space to, to draw the key defenders away from Charlie. So we could isolate him. And I enjoyed that mm. quite a lot. He's sort of sacrificing his game and he's still yeah. getting the opportunities in front of goal, just not taking them. And it, I think if he wasn't, creating those opportunities and getting them himself, I'd be quite worried about him, but it's just the finishing, which I think can click at any stage. So I'm going to make the bold I prediction
1: agree.
0: that Harry kicks four,
1: bold. Charlie kicks seven. Oh, Let's, go big. Let's go big. That sounds like a dub. That sounds like a Timmy dub, <laughs> if I'm honest. We're not losing if that happens. You can mark my words. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super bad.
0: You heard of him? Oh, super bad. One of the faves, one of the podcast favorites. We need to get a nickname for just about everyone on here, whether they like it or not. Like part of me almost wants to slightly drive these listeners away by giving them nicknames that they don't want. But then maybe there's a part of it psychological that, that because they're getting the nickname, they kind of like it, but they don't. I don't know. I, I do like the, the fact that we're, we're giving the listeners some nicknames because there's been so many contributors yeah. that are there every single week listening to us we got to reward you with um, maybe a shit nickname because that's the best we can kind of
1: do. But that's the thing. We're very transparent about this. And let's be honest, the bar is low. What do you need? (laughs) Multiple quality tweets in succession. That is a very low bar for a a Navy Blue Corner (laughs) nickname. It really is. And Superbad delivers every week, week in, week out. And, And we love you for it, Mickey. And he says, how important is Walsh? Playing that half forward mm. role. I feel like if we can keep playing him there, it really unlocks the connection from our mids to Harry and Charlie. And one more thing on Super Bad is that he always has perfect grammar and makes my life really easy. <laughs> so shout out to Mick. I know, I know Timmy Dub, I he gave me a bit of stick on, on Twitter about me calling him out last week. And look, he's, he, he did should've. well this week. I can tell um, Grammarly was all over that. Anyway, rant over. Walshy? Firstly.
0: Super bad. Make sure you test this man and his comprehension do skills because I don't think they're the greatest. I'm I, I don't. Be- he's ta- like I don't look at these questions and I don't believe that the the I can't even speak, so I don't. I can't say anything. Oh! The, the grammar of these these tweets. Easy. He's telling me that they're no good. I don't trust him. So make sure you test him with a bit of this. Um, get some longer words. Keep me on my feet. Saw us out and and yeah, get some uh, some cam. interesting words. But while well, she let's. Let's talk about Walshy because he is just unbelievable. The fact that he's doing what he's been, what he has done so far off like no preseason and that massive injury. Yeah. He's not human firstly. Um, but I think he's so important in that high half forward role. We sp- spoke about it quite a bit kind of after that, I guess Adelaide game when things weren't working well. And how do you get more pace around the ball when you start to lose that midfield battle? And it was about those high half forwards, about the Walshies, about those cherries, the, the nice ball movers. And I think those mm-hmm. guys getting around the fringes and being able to push up, I, I saw, you know, a, a dirt and do it a few times and not get that connection, but Walsh's work rate to make the halfbacks from the opposition accountable and win his own ball. And I just think that mm-hmm. that is such a instrumental role to how we go forward. It's going to be really interesting to see the the names that start to roll through there as we get healthier yes. and yeah, just how hard that is to stop. And your prediction of the Walshie starting on the half forward of our uh, best 22, you didn't maybe like the All-Australian team is starting to look like a nailed-on nailed-on win, Lockie.
1: There it is. Yeah, look, you've nailed all that, mate. I, I guess we'll talk about this a bit with the teams, but we're starting mm. to get some health back. Yeah, And we're, we start- we're going to get to that stage as long as we touch wood, touch wood. We might start getting some real big selection calls and, and difficulty getting into spots, which is good. Well, that um, excites me. We've got one final listener question, but as always, there's always a listener question that leads well into the team changes. So let's go back to Ian's... When This needs a sting. This Ian's needs a sting. opposition analysis. Um, this is where Ian goes deep. Maybe not everybody knows what the Lions are all about. How how are they going? What are we going to watch out, watch out for? How would they beat us? Mm. Over to you.
0: Also, you're not going to just answer that that man's question. To segue, no, in. you're that- just going to just going to leave it leave it there. Dave O71,
1: seventy one. We're going to hold him okay. until after okay. the Oppo analysis. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, this does need a sting. Go this off.
0: does need a name, and. Look, I'll be well and truly honest and I'll be very transparent because that's what we're about at the Navy Blue Corner. We, we are transparent
1: we I haven't we watched are a
0: hell lot. I haven't watched a, a lot of the, of the Brisbane lines, and I haven't deep dived probably as much as I have some other opposition. Huh. But I tell you what, this I've seen good. enough Brisbane in previous years to know enough, to know enough. And what <laughs> I am most probably worried about with them at the moment is their forward line because the research that's I have done is that they are number one for points from forward 50 stoppages currently this season with 109. The next best is the Bulldogs with 75 points. So they are well and truly the best Big. in the competition at points from forward 50 stoppages. And and that's a bit of a concern knowing how potent that is. And I'll just rattle off some guys in there and their goals so far because I don't think we've really mm-hmm. come up against an opposition that's had multiple weapons most normally have sort of one or two keys and if you kind of think you can shut those guys down you can win it probably the only one was maybe a St Kilda but they didn't have the tall timber Angry. that a Brisbane does you know then at the moment Charlie Cameron leads their goals with 22 Danaher 16 Kipwood 12 Rainer 9 Gunston 8 Zach Bailey 7 and Lincoln McCarthy 6 and that's just a spread of a yep. whole a lot of different styles of players in there Knowing that they have that many guys that can do it, a few midfielders that can roll in as well on their day and do it, means that, yeah, our defense, as you were saying at the top of this show, they need to be onto it. And probably flowing onto this even more, our mids really need to stop the supply because the the defense can, we can trust the defense to do their jobs, basically. It's just about how easy it's going into our defense that I think is going to cost us. And what maybe is the concern is that. Brisbane at the moment, they rank last in the competition for total disposals this season. We're second. Wow. So considering how well they're doing right now, you were saying how many goals that they're kicking. I think they're like the third highest for just goals this season. Uh All the games they're winning and they don't touch the ball, which means they don't need a lot of it to hurt you. They're incredibly efficient with it. They lock it into that forward line and get those scores off little disposals. So we've just got to dominate this game and try to really limit that supply and and going into that segue into that midfield. We know that they've got a lot there. They've got Neil, got Dunkley, McCluggage, Ashcroft, and then that second kind of tier at the moment. With a Zorko out, I think that's a big thing for us, knowing that he can kind of play around the field. He's a big body, and I'm not sure they've got a guy that can 100% replace what he does. You know, Answorth comes in. They've got Barry, who's a bit more of a winger, can go through there. And then guys like Bailey mm-hmm. and Rainer, they've got a lot that can rotate yes. through that midfield. A lot of different types. Good so ways. this is kind of that really good test to see what probably that top four opposition is like at the moment in form and, and how we kind of stap, stack up against them. And where I think we can probably exploit this is obviously that midfield starts to win it, but it's it's their defense that I don't necessarily on paper think is amazing. And I don't want to, you know, jinx myself or anything, but at the moment, I don't really rate their key forwards, really. If you look at it, it's Lester Payne and Harris Andrews. Neither of like Harris Andrews was really good a few years ago. I think he's definitely regressed over the last few years. Still a good footballer, but none of those kind of instill a lot of fear in you when you know that the tall timber that we have into that forward line the thing we've got to stop is, the, is their run, like we always say. And they do have a few that are really good at it. they got Coleman. They've got McKenna. Yeah. I know Wilmot and, and Berry do play a bit more of that wing role, but wingers, you know, they push down and, and they do get quite a lot of rebound 50. So we do need to stop mm-hmm. that. They're well-organized. stasovic is, is an absolute rock down there. But what is big again. Spoken about Zorko not being there. No yeah. Daniel Rich, which is, oh, I'm so happy because yeah. he kills us every single year. And yeah, so that's nice to know that, These guys, they don't travel the greatest. They've got a few big outs. We're in form after one game. I think this is the best time to come up against the Lions and test ourselves against, I guess, what could be a top four side. While we're riding high with some confidence as well, I think the key is to kind of stop their run, limit the forward entries, get that midfield dominance and with, their lack of tall defenders, in my opinion. I just think we need to take the game on and get it in quick, and I think we'll exploit their, their defense. I, I think that that's, it's simple. It's a simple way to beat them. It's nothing. I'm not coming here with the, the greatest analysis of all time, but sometimes oh, mate, it's not no. like that. Sometimes it's just the simple things, because you saw the space that we were able to create, I think, last week with that midfield and the spread and what happens when you do get in fast, you move the ball, forward or on. And I think you can exploit
1: it this week. Hundred percent, you've you've nailed it there, mate. And I think you sprinkled it in there. I think it is. He has, here's some deep analysis for you, supported by no numbers. Um, <laughs> the fact that we are not getting them at the, the GABA this year is a big deal. Like mm. the, the record shows that that is an extremely hard task. So just the fact yes. that we get them at Marvel, Docs One Fiftieth. It's, mm. It feels like a, a, a real different ball game to what it was when we had to go up there last year under so much pressure. Um, I don't think it can actually be understated how much of an impact mm. that is. Like, we're going in as favourites to this game, and I there's I no way we would be if it was up in Brisbane. Mm.
0: And, and even this season, we've been ranked as one of the harder teams to score against. I think really apart from that... Mm-hmm. Adelaide game at this stage, teams haven't really put big scores against us, even in, in games we've drawn or lost. So knowing that even if our midfield hasn't been on top to date, we've still, with our, how well our defense has been, mm. they've stopped those scores coming through. So I think that match-up-wise, it, it's going to be such an intriguing battle. And oh. I just can't wait to see how it actually plays out for me. It's just, it is yeah. really... If we we didn't have the performance last week, this would have been a lot more negative going into it. But now (laughs) it's insane what a week does. And now all of a sudden we're we're licking our our hands and lips to this one. I'm very, very keen. But there is a big thing that we need to talk about before we get into the team. Oh, actually, sorry. We've got that question for you. I can't cut you off because I was about to abuse you for cutting off the question.
1: What did this man have for us? Let's go back to Davo. Davo 71. What does he have to say? He just saw the teams. Fishers out. And Motlop's in, if you weren't aware. Pretty sure you are aware of that. I saw. Um, He says, uh, our selection integrity just keeps going. Surely Honey goes out before Fish. I know he Mm. has been below par, but he had 21 last week. Bringing Motlop straight in raises eyebrows as well. Much hyped, but not there yet. I think that's Mm. the perfect segue to talk about these changes. I think it is. I think it is.
0: Um, Yeah, it's some interesting changes this week. They have made... A bit of a statement this week. Obviously, Motlop yeah. is in. Fisher is out. Kennedy also taken back out of the team. Whether he could be the <sighs> sub, who knows? I know Bossy's yeah. annoyed with that one. But yeah, it's the Fisher selection is a very interesting one because I think if it happened a week before, I would have been like, yep. Beautiful. They're they're not rewarding, you know, lack yep. of form and things like that. They're making a statement. They're getting that selection integrity into there, which is the buzzword this season. But I don't know. I weirdly, because I thought he played better last week. I feel like it's a little bit harsh, but I'm not yep. I'm not by any stretch saying that Fisher's been playing amazingly and therefore deserves to keep his spot. Probably the only thing I'll I'll bring up from that is again, there's probably others that I would have said. Yeah, have maybe played worse, like a, like a Honey keeps his spot and Ed keeps his spot. These kind of guys, I think, are contributing a little bit less than Fisher. So it kind of seems weird for me that you make a statement of you know like a Kennedy mm. or or Fisher out, but there's still other guys kicking about that I guess collectively we don't see as as in the best yeah. form. What do you kind of make of the changes <laughs> and that selection integrity when there's still pieces in that team that we don't?
1: Yeah, trust? I think I think you make some really good points. Um... I saw some quite mature discussion on Twitter today, which kind of went back to what we spoke about last week, where people saying, you know, oh, what, a, you know, they must be seeing something in um, Ed Kerno that we're not seeing, mm. for example. Um, and that's maybe true. Yeah, like Matt, like we don't know what is going on behind the scenes, and maybe guys like him and Honey are probably the the two that stick out um, yeah. as ones that would make way first for me, at least, just on game performance. But maybe there is things that we're seeing mm. uh, that we're not seeing that are going on. Um, Yeah, for me, it would have been pretty simple. I I do like bringing Motlop back in, but it probably would have been for Honey rather than Mm. Fisher, even though I haven't – I don't know. Is it fair to say you've been a little higher on Fisher than me this season, Um, but Mm. still both not super excited? Um, So that would be the change, and then I'd still be bringing Kennedy in and probably putting Kerno to the sub. Yeah. Um, I I I still don't mind him being around it, but the thought of him playing um, just one quarter compared to Kennedy – is a bit better for mine.
0: Mm, it's such a it's such a weird thing, and the Fisher out. I can I can cop. Like I, I'm not at all saying that Fisher's been playing great yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. But of course, that weird. It's the weird balance of well, okay. I would have assumed that the guy coming in to replace him is playing a similar role to Fisher, because Fisher has uh-huh. not been near that kind of forward line. Really, in most games, he's been very high yeah. up that ground, almost playing as that extra midfielder. Some of the time, he's winning the ball in the defensive half. He's definitely been playing really, really high half forward. And if not, sometimes I've seen him line up at the wing at center bounces. So he's definitely been pushing yeah. up, which makes me maybe pivot to a question I want to ask you. Do you think that because mm. of that, and them not replacing it with necessarily a like-for-like, whether there's someone else in this team, maybe it's a Motlop, maybe it's a Durden that maybe. you could see pushing up a little bit higher and maybe substituting into that Fisher role? Where, where are the magnets Gosh. aligning for you on that, on the coach's board?
1: I mean, yeah, you make a great point. Who would you even pick out of those two? Mm. Like I have, I have faith in both of them that they could do a good job in that role. Um, that's very possible. I wouldn't be surprised. I guess yeah. I probably, probably Durden out of those two, even mm. though I have faith that Motlop could get there one day. But I think you make a good point. I I, I think that's actually more likely than us just seeing you know, Moller and like us go back to that structure that we had before. Yeah. Um, Cause it is, it is a different role. Hmm.
0: I mean, they do clearly like the three small forwards. So that's probably a, a, an element of it. It's just always, it's always yeah. weird when someone comes out and they're not exactly replaced, but it will be interesting to see. I mean, at this stage, just keep backing the, the coaches and seeing what happens. And then after the fact, we can definitely judge mm. and judge away, but I do like, the, to an extent there there are there are some standards, you know, fish hasn't been amazing. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. Go into the twos or, or maybe be the sub and and get the form back. And, you know, DeConing was brought down the other week as well who hadn't been amazing. So I kind of do like that. There's yeah. a little bit of selection integrity. It does feel like to a to a degree it is back.
1: Yeah. Subs. It, it could also yep. it al- could also be one of those things. I feel like we spoke about this more last year where it's like maybe they're going, all right, honey. What we don't know what the future holds yeah. for him. Let's give him like a solid six mm. weeks to prove yourself, and then th- then we make the decision. Like maybe they did with Patty yeah. Dow some some time ago, and mm. they're going to give him his chance now. And if he doesn't deliver, then it's fine. And maybe they look at Fisher and they go, "Yeah, look, mm-hmm. you probably you're more likely to be in our long term, so let's just give you a week."
0: Yeah, and even on that, like knowing Maddie always is looking like he's coming back in a week or so, yep. even potentially this week. It looked like there was something that said he could be even a test for this week, maybe in the VFL. Yeah. Maybe they do just give him a week and go, okay, this spot is Matty always. He's probably going to come back and take this because he's been our most informed small forward. Here you go, have another yeah. chance. And going from that West coast game, the thing that sticks out for me in the, in the honey performance was really that running into goal could have gone for the shot. Yeah. Shows to kick it into the goal square. Um, and set up Sylvani, I think it was, in the end. And maybe those little things do deserve to be rewarded and say, mate, sure. you've done the team thing there. Because surely that's something that gets highlighted in the footage after it, where they sit everyone down and go, <laughs> oh, that is selfless. Like, that is what we want to be seeing from everyone where he thought yeah. about it and went, hang on, do I have a better option? And there was, and that selflessness is something that we want to instill in this team. And so, for fair enough, if, if they are looking at those little elements and going, we want to reward that, rather than he goes straight out of this team and then he goes, oh, well, I was doing all these right things. If I'd kicked that extra goal, would they have gone, oh, you can't drop him because he's got a couple of goals onto his name? You never know. You, you never know. So yeah. it's it's an interesting selection. What would you have done with the team if you were in charge? Were there any other changes that you would have made instead?
1: Yeah. No, I'm not sure if you were <laughs> paying attention to me golf before, but for me, it would have just been Motlop in, Honey out and then swapping yep. Kennedy and Kerno as the subs, I think. Um, Cause it's like, yeah. And obviously then, yeah. then Fisher remains in for me, mm. you know, I yeah. like my continuity. Mm. I, I did hear that, but I wanted to get it on
0: the record. No, I appreciate there was Anything that. else that was going through it. And no, I was exactly the same <laughs> with my changes this week. So moving on to the sub that is up for grabs at, as time, at time of recording. Currently it is between Kennedy Fisher and, Cowan, and Fogarty. Who would you like it to be <sighs> out of those four?
1: Uh, well, I, I could be a hypocrite and say and say I'd do Kennedy again, even though we didn't like when mm. O'Brien had it a whole bunch of weeks in a row. Um, yeah, bugger. Let's go. Let's go with Fisher. Okay, fair enough. No,
0: would I you go, you go Kennedy. I like the idea more of a Fisher being the sub. And I, part of me wishes I was just in charge. So Kennedy was in, you know, Kerno's out. And then Fisher's just the sub in that essence because that's mm. the kind of impact player I'm seeing as the perfect kind of sub. And, man, I can't wait until we start to get, you know, Matty Cottrell and a few of these other boys fit because oh I, I don't think we've made the most out of having the substitute yet. It's kind of just been, well, everyone's injured. Who is the next person available that can maybe come into this team? Whereas we haven't maybe been able to use it as tactically as other teams that bring on some pace or bring on a different element. And so I'd like the idea of Fisher, but I don't know, maybe against a team that has such a good midfield, having a Matt Kennedy there ready to go whenever you need him yeah, Could be what we need to break the game open, knowing just how much impact he had late in, in the game last week. It could be interesting to add him to our midfield mix, just knowing the depth mm-hmm. that, that Brisbane do have in there.
1: God, it feels good to have options again. It does. Options that we're it genuinely happy with, each of them. It's not like picking the best of a bad sitch. It's good.
0: Oh, 100%. But as as we've said at the start of this episode, there's a few big things happening this week. And obviously the first one, and probably a very, very important one, it is the Carlton Respects game this week. and Yes. And it is the 8th. It is the eighth one. Unfortunately, we haven't won any of these yet. We're Mm -hmm. Mm 0-7. But look, this is a great cause for anyone that isn't aware of the Carlton Respects. We don the orange socks. We get a bit of the orange on the the cuffs and and the collar of the Guernsey to bring awareness um, and create a bit of a conversation and educate the, the community as a whole around gender equality, and the prevention of violence against women, which is a very important cause, and it's it's a nice initiative that Carlton do to kind of raise awareness to it and bring these conversations to the forefront in in sport. I know some people don't like the politics and things mixing, but you know, for something like this, I think everyone can appreciate it. But it is about Agreed. time, Lockie, that we win one of these games. It's almost been a bit of a curse, and Where'd that you? doesn't it doesn't help when you have the the politics mixing and people go, oh, well, we don't win this, so who cares? But this is the one. Get it going. And then who knows? Do we go an orange jumper? Do we go even bigger? Do we get Captain Carlton in the orange running out there for his dance <laughs> routine at quarter That's time? Really what cool. are we doing? Orange hovercraft? What are we looking for? Get Navy but, Nina in it. No, it's a it's a very important cause, the Carlton Respects game. And I think it's about time we win it. And the other mm-hmm. big thing that we have this week is, of course, Sam Doherty's 150th game. And look, I, I think we... he deserves his own little segment in this because this man had the two ACLs, two bouts of cancer. Like he's been through it all. There were times where we were going, is he going to play again? Is he don't even worry about football? Like it's just the journey that this guy has been on is just, it's unfair, but what he's been able to do and the person that he is, it's a testament to him and the people he has around him. Um, it's just, I mean, I can't even think of the words to describe nah. him, to be honest. And it's, it's amazing Incredible. how much you see the boys get around him and what he means to them. And he's been such a big leader of this football club. And I think I've spent a bit of time on this Lockie because it's his yeah. 150th. And you've got to you have just got to do it for him.
1: <laughs> you have to do it for Sam Lockie, yes.
0: For those that are the, uh, unfortunately, the audio (laughs) listeners, it's definitely more of a visual thing. Jump over to YouTube if you need it. Um, I'll definitely chuck it on all our socials. So you'll need to see that one. But a bit of time and effort has gone into it. Any Simpsons fans will be loving that one. But yeah, it's a big one for Doherty, a big one for the Carlton football team.
1: (laughs) Are we doing it for Doc this week? Well played, mate. Look, you go what you go viral with one Carlton, uh, one Carlton, one Simpsons TikTok, and then it's all Simpsons content. It's it's what you were meant made, made to do. We're gonna do it for Doc. Yeah. We're gonna do it for him. Mm. Like if these boys
0: needed any more motivation, it's like you, you it's can't right lose after that, surely. And yeah, as we said, we need to see this man <sighs> kick a goal. So I just want to see more tears in the stands for, for this man. Oh, There's God. nothing there is nothing better than that, but. But how are we winning this game? Because obviously, obviously, we've got to do it for Doc. So how are we doing it, Lockie? And that leads us to one of our favorite segments. We don't have to sting. So you're going to have to do it for me, Lockie. What is it?
1: We're talking about the bit of ASMR there for the podcast listeners. It's the keys to winning this game, people. Um, I don't really Gee, the know production the values are... The production is value I hope people can appreciate that podcasts. we're giving it a crack. As we said, email us if you want to produce this show. Because we're Please. we're too busy. Desperate. But, we're desperate. Um I don't even know what this segment is. Is this just you again? Is this just you telling me your keys? Because I don't know. We're gonna win. Look, mate, this segment could be anything that you want it to be. We're, this could be anything. We're still you want shaping. To be, we're still from- shaping this.
0: We are. we are a bit of plasticine that needs to be moulded into oh, a fine piece of art. But, yeah, I'm happy to take you through it. I'm happy to take you through it, Lockie, and game. tell you because I've done the an- an- analysis. Can't even say the word. And now I've got to tell you how it's going to get done. And if you have anything that you think is a key to us winning this game, let me know. And if you're listening to it, let me know the keys to winning this game in the comments below if you're on YouTube or get on the yes. social media at Navy Blue Corner and let us know. But for me... Pretty simple again. We've just got to take the game on like we did last week. I think if we do this, it'll create that more space, create that separation, allow for quicker and faster ball movement, which mm-hmm. means it's so much easier for Harry and Charlie to get onto these things. And something that I didn't say as one of my things that I wanted to see from this game, but it's kind of a non-negotiable, to be honest. And we've probably only seen it last week. We haven't seen it very often, but it's that sustained four-quarter effort and work rate yeah. I think that that's hopefully something that these boys needed to see, that this is what happens when you do it. You don't just win by 30 points. You, you starve that opposition of the ball. You starve them from anything. And the opposition didn't want to even be there. They didn't want their consolation goal last week. And that's what it does. It really chokes them. And I, I think that that's hopefully something that this group needed to, to understand, to witness it, to know they were capable of doing it. And now up against a better opposition, they can kind of test that and see and, and maybe go to the well when they need it of, okay, well, this is what happens when we do it. It's the motivation they need. And yeah, it's that last thing of just limiting that, that supply to their potent forward line. They don't need much of the ball to do it. And so we just got to stop yeah. that damage. Mids win the football. Do you have any other big things that you're
1: going like, this is oh, mate. the thing that we need to do to win this game? No, you've you've summarized it beautifully. I think if, if we get anything close to a four quarter performance, mm. I think I think we've done it. Like that's incredibly hard to do against these really skilled teams, where you you just always feel like they're gonna come at some stage. Like mm. you've got you see it with Collingwood and and these teams do it where they always get their runs no matter yeah. what. So if we can get at l- like at least close to it being four quarters, oh my God, mm. you can you can lock it in. And we've been, earlier, a
0: few weeks ago, we were looking at sort of the season, breaking it up into sort of mm. chunks of four games. And this is the end of that it's chunk true. of four games before we go into some really tough fixtures. Now, we said like that a really good top four love the reflections. goes three and one. A pass mark is two and two. Yikes. Currently, Lockie, how's it going so one. well? Yes. So this one needs to be a win to get that pass mark. Yeah. Knowing the fixtures we mm. have coming up, and I know sometimes you don't like having to reflect when the season's such a, such a broad <laughs> different thing, and you don't like going oh, into these. You know negative. me
1: well. You know me well. I've got to ask
0: the question. If we don't get the victory this week, knowing what we've got coming up, knowing where this group is at <sighs> currently... What does that kind of mean for you in the grand scheme of this, this tough run of fixtures?
1: Well, if we lose this week, we probably won't be in the eight still. Um, yep. And I, th- I think if if we're not in the eight at any stage, I think that we're not doing our job. Yep. So, um, but ha- ha- with that said though, I, I'm not going to, this weekend will tell us a lot. Like, mm. we probably didn't learn a whole lot last week. And, like I kind of said, what I want to see is the faith that this game can give us. So, yeah. if we can put in a strong performance this week, get somewhat close to that four mm. quarter effort, do the things that you spoke about, and just not get across the line, I, I can live with it. Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane are a flag contender. Like, mm. that's just how it is. But uh, you'd hope that we were going to have more than four wins by round yeah. eight there's no denying that
0: no I, i'm definitely i'm getting into the more of the more of the lucky thinking recently in Good trying man. to expand it over the season and say you know just because you don't get what you want right now doesn't mean it's not going to happen later and you know yeah. there's that there's that possibility of we, we lose this game going on, on to win the next four you, you never know what does transpire and i'm kind awesome. of going down your same sentiment and i know some supporters won't love this because they just love the the wins and losses. And, you know, this is the, um, I can't think of the word, sort of this the standard that that has to be met. And this is Uh what it is. It's win. And if if you think less than that, then it's not going to help these boys. And while I do agree with you, I think that, you know, win is what is required here and a loss isn't good enough. But knowing it's still early in this season, if we play, similar to how we played last week, continue to take the game on even when we get hurt from it and gets turned over and we continually attack and we go about it the right way. The system is in place and we happen to lose this game by in a close one or whatever happens. As long as it's not a blowout, any of that and we're playing the right way. I think as long as I'm seeing enough things, knowing we're building into this season, you can cop it. You won't be happy with it at all. It's not, it's not accepted, but it's enough to keep building on and going, okay, well, we're still thereabouts. Um, but it's got to be interesting to see what does transpire from this because if they then don't play that brand of footy and and lose, it's not going to be good. But then you could not play that brand of footy and win. So it's it's so hard to, to read into these things. But I do like the reflection of getting this four-week block and then being able to see what happens at the end. So we'll be able yeah. to reflect on that. And then our next build-up show... We'll be going through the next four fixtures and getting our pass mark for that. And feel free to drop that one in the comments when we get to it next week. But Lockie, do you have anything else to say on our game against Brisbane before we get into a segment that I am not looking forward to personally? You've got some. I think you are though. I think you are. I think you are looking forward to. I want
1: to hear an apology. That's what I want to hear. You showed no faith. No, I didn't. And you watched that game, didn't you? And you saw what I happened. I did.
0: I'm very disappointed. This is the footy tips for anyone that is very confused. <laughs> <Yeah. listeners. laughs> first time listeners. If you're first time listener, you. You, <laughs> you, you are. You do not know what yeah. I was going on. But look, I uh, put my foot in it last week. How are we trying to do the footy tips this week? Because we're in the Carlton Cheer squad footy tipping and yes. we're trying to win it. Because the top three in this league win a signed team jumper. And we want
1: that. And we we want, want that. We to want shared hang custody. Oh, yes. two, <laughs> we, two weeks off. Two weeks
0: off. Exactly. We'll we'll get we'll get the court to uh, just to sort this one out for us. But unfortunately, with this, the person has to has to. We've tried to. Sorry, I don't even know what I'm saying. But we're trying to sort out the format of how we're doing these footy tips, and currently we've been struggling. So we've thought,
1: yeah, it didn't work when we were trying to collaborate. Yeah, like,
0: but you, you've got to get yeah, because we don't weren't doing well at the moment. We, we were weren't. out of that top 100, and so we're thinking, how can we fix this? New strategy. You take it in turns. Person has to beat the other person's score from the week before. So the score to beat was seven out of nine. But I put my foot in it and said, because Lockie, first week, first game, said that Port was beating the Saners. And I called him an idiot. I called him all the names under the sun and said, you could get one out of nine next week. But if, was it Port? Marvel? I can't beat win. the Sainers, I would let Lockie take over the tips. And I'm kind of annoyed because you got seven out of nine. So you wouldn't have, it would have been me <laughs> this week. I'm very disappointed. So I apologize, Lockie. And now you have the chance to stay in. Because all you have to do, you get 7 out of 9 this week and you stay on. Yep. That's how we're playing it. That's how can we're playing I, it this
1: can week. Can I just clarify? Did we did we move up the ranks last week? Surely. Surely 7 was above average. This is, I think... Sorry, I forgot to bury this. I'm burying, burying the lead here. This is
0: the first week that on my screen right now, I'm seeing a green... Arrow oh, pointing no north, which I haven't seen in a long time. We are getting closer to that 100. Glory. We are 123 out of right. 309. We're getting very close to it. And there's, as you can tell, there's so many people in this league. We've got to do well. And this is yeah, the first we week of our rise to glory. So what's happening? We've got Carlton versus Brisbane. Who's winning and what's the margin? Oh, I
1: hate the margin. That's it's a tough not, one. not a strong suit. It's going to be the baggies. And we love the 11, don't we? 11, we're going it. Beautiful, brackets I McGovern. like it.
0: Oh, brackets, geez. Slim now, maybe they've got to get a new nickname for him. But okay. Saturday at the MCG, Dimmer's going to be happy. It's not a Marvel clash this week. Oh, Somehow, uh, Richmond versus the West Coast Eagles. Gee, could just be a. Both teams just get relegated out of the league if <laughs> if, just, if they just put in a perform- bad performance. What happens? Who wins this one?
1: Oh, gee, footy classified if, uh, if the Tigers drop this one, it'd be lit. Uh, yeah, it's got to be the Tigers, though. Unfortunately.
0: Next one is Geelong versus Adelaide at GM, H, B, A, B, C, D, E, F G. Go through the alphabet for this one. Oh,
1: they don't lose down there, do they?
0: Rarely. They don't, Rarely. Unfortunately. But they won't lose. They do team. not. Uh, Gold
1: Coast versus Sorry Melbourne the
0: at the Great Heritage Bank Stadium. One of the greats.
1: Rest in peace, Metricon. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a good one. I feel like there could be something in an upset here. Maybe I'm just going to put that in mm-hmm. just as a sprinkle, but I'll, I'll tip it. Yeah, I, I liked because the, the, the thing with the tips is you've got to find
0: a couple of upsets, and I was very speaking of upsets. Yeah. I was very upset with myself I've last my week because covered. I went against your Friday night block blockbuster. Tried to get mine in an Adelaide victory over Collingwood. So I lost out on both occasions. And then the, there was two games that in my head, I went, go the upset, go. I think it was gold coast over Richmond. And then there was an, and then I was like, go GWS over Sydney, do it. And I went against it. Yeah. And I could have had one of the greatest weeks and nine out of nine, but I, I didn't trust myself. So we, I'm keen to hear your upset and see where you're backing yourself. That's my, that's my uh, thing to you, Lockie back yourself in. You've got GWS, Versus the doggies at Monica. The boys have gone to Canberra. How is it happening this week?
1: Did somebody say two in a row? <gasps> upset, baby. Lock it oh, in. where it is. Here That's it is. That's my upset of the week. There's
0: a big, big sound on that one. Then you know going it. all the way to WA, Optus Stadium, Fremantle versus Hawthorne for the wooden spoon. Yeah. Who's winning this one? I know. The Harley yeah, Reed Cup, I think.
1: Lock in the docks. Lock, him in. Lock in the
0: Dockers. Gee, imagine if Hawthorne win that one. Uh, Sunday, we move to Adelaide yeah, Oval. Port Adelaide versus Essendon. How's this Ugh. one go down?
1: Yuck. I will, will not be watching this one, but um, gee, it's definitely the kind of game that Essendon would win, I guess, but they're not going to.
0: Yeah, I'm going, I'd go Port too, so that is locked in. And then we've got at the MCG, 3.20 p.m., Collingwood versus the Sydney
1: Swans. Who takes this out? If this was at the SCG, yeah. I would absolutely lock the Swans in for an upset. But oh, they're not gonna come to the G and win, are they? They're just not gonna you, you wouldn't think so, but it wouldn't not be. Not at the G.
0: No, not with. I think I haven't checked the teams of them this week. I was very much just studying our teams, but I, I yeah. still think they have a fair few out. Yeah. Now, speaking of games <laughs> that you definitely will not be watching <laughs> <it comes laughs> Sunday afternoon, it is a four forty p.m. game at the Stadium. If they get five thousand to this game, you can <sighs> give them a round of applause. It is North Melbourne Ooh. versus the Saints. Wow, what a contest this will be! Can't wait. Uh, might buy some buddy level two padded seated tickets for this one. Who's winning this Lockie to round out our footy tips now? Nine out of nine this week.
1: Get us in the top 100. I know this is the one that's going to cost me, isn't it? I'll, I'll, I just don't believe in St. Kilda, but go north. I can't tip against St. Kilda. I mean, sorry, oh my god, oh oh my god, I no, couldn't, I mean, oh my dates, tea. oh whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh.
0: I was getting excited. Strike that
1: from the record, please.
0: Thought I was going to be on no, again next week. Don't finally. With that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 you're not tipping the rest of the season, my boy. No, no, All right. But, okay. That's how you do it. Let's,
0: let's do nine. some admin quickly live on this. I'll ask you a question to okay. make this fair. Because like last week we were in shambles trying to figure out the format of this tipping competition. If anyone can figure out oh, something yeah. better, drop it in the comments. Because seven out of nine seems to be that, that figure that you mm-hmm. started it on, started this run mm-hmm. on, because the idea it's is true. kind of like if, you, if you're if you able to beat your score, you stay on. But then if you get nine out of nine or if you get eight and you're pretty much just on forever, is it basically, what is it? Do you have to get <sighs> seven out of nine to stay on or beat seven out of nine and keep that as that fixated score from now on? Well, what I, is it? I think beat well, or for stay? You,
1: would you, would you take seven out of nine this week or would you rather go with your tips? Like, do you think you would beat seven yeah. this week? Because if the answer is no, then I think we say seven and stay on. I reckon we say seven. I reckon we say seven. I don't. Because I that. think we'd take
0: seven right now, wouldn't we? Yeah,
1: I think it should I be the person. I'm getting nine. Yeah. But-
0: yeah, that person's score from that. So we'll, we'll keep it on the seven, and that is the score to good at is isn't it? That's it. So here we go. Lock in the tips. The tips are locked and loaded. I'm seeing a top 100 entry for <sighs> us. But- Surely. I think so. But that's going to wrap this episode up. It's been a good one. It's been a positive one. The boys are that's up and good. about after a big win last week. Hopefully we can back it up. I think it's going to be one where we learn quite a lot about this squad. Another big test for the Blue Boys at Marvel yep. Stadium. Sold out, Lockie. Sold out. We just keep oh, doing it. Can't the wait to see you there, are mate. there. It's going to be a beautiful one as the Blues absolutely tame those lions. But we'll be ah. back next week reviewing that big win. Go the baggers. See you guys next time.